and welcome to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, uh, East to West. The only now, today, only international podcast to tackle out of life's or shit issues. I'm your host, Manong Pat from the not so great, not so white north. With me today, <laughs> I've got the best of best, the creme de la creme of guests from the red state of North Carolina, Uncle Buck. Yeah! And from the land of praying hands, the one and only Tab Burt Reynolds. Welcome back, everybody. My video's way fucking delayed. Yeah, that's just a that's detail. Great. I have no videos. Uh, you know what? You know what? Mac is the video anyway. Mac computers, everybody. It just works. It just works. It just works. Oh, it just fucking works. No, it doesn't. Fuck you. I'm going to throw this fucking thing across the room. It's just in and it fits it to an envelope. You know, that's that's one of the weirdest things about computers is when they stop working, you're f the first thing that pops into your mind is, I'm just going to pick it up and chuck it. Yeah. That's because we were having a technical issue right before the show with my audio and Aunt Buck tried to contact me to get me to do something before the show. And I was like, I can't, I don't have time. I'm having technical problems. He goes, oh, and I said, I'm going to just take this whole fucking thing and chuck it right out the window. Are you right on a Mac room. too? No, I'm not on a Mac. I'm just on a PC that's way too old and needs a new one. I need a new one. Oh, you too. Just because works, Buck. just works. You, you too, because it works. Hey man, I had to reboot my computer because my sound card just decided to. No, I'm not working. You have to reboot. My computer does that sometimes. Sometimes it will just after I've had. It usually happens after I've had like a bunch of different sound devices interface with my computer. Then I will unplug them and it will have lost connection to the built-in sound card and I have to restart. Yeah, me nuts. God, that drives me crazy. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's it sucks, but it is what it is. Move your name over here, Tab. This uh, fucking anyway. Mac computer, though, it's a. Uh, I have it. I have it to run one program. I ran it today because I, my USB microphone is on loan, and so normally the way that we talk via Skype is I record through my interface, and then I USB microphone so Buck can hear my voice. Right. Yeah. Well, in order to for Buck to hear my voice, he has to get the sound that's coming out of my interface. The only way to do that is to run a secondary sound card, but I have to run it into another computer. So I ran that sound card into this Mac computer, plugged the camera into the Mac computer, thinking, oh, I'll just Skype from the Mac computer, record from the PC. Well, the fucking Mac computer is the biggest piece of shit on the fucking face of the planet and can't <laughs> fucking get my video to not be so delayed that it looks like I'm fucking Charlie Chaplin here. <laughs> Like, I should have just fucking installed the DAW on the Mac computer and recorded via that, but that would have probably fucked up the whole fucking audio, and then you wouldn't be even fucking hearing this. Just what? works, everybody. Just get your fucking Apple Byte computer, because it just <laughs> fucking works. Just some fucking magical thing that just works all the time. No, it doesn't. What? That's reality. Reality, it just works. Just functions. Why do simple when you can do complicated? And the next dumb fuck moron that tells me that, oh, well, I buy Apple product. Sorry, I shouldn't use that voice because apparently it's insulting to the disabled. Oh, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. Oh, well, I can't. I can't. I just use the MacBook computer because they just work and they do all this stuff. I'm going to take their fucking MacBook computer and shove it down their fucking throat. Uh, I was his attempt at the beginning to do the intro in that voice and you, um, um, Someone told me out of it yesterday, so I'm yeah. not going to do that today. <laughs> uh, so, 
Uh, for the listeners who may not know who Mononk Pat is, you were the one who did the Mad Cans uh, submission for the Halloween contest. Yeah, yeah, right, right. away, just put me under the bus. <laughs> and uh, but he he also he calls in and leaves voicemails pretty pretty infrequently. And yeah. so one of the one of the rewards. Um, I have your address now, and I'll be sending you out a package very soon. Um, so one of the, the rewards for the Halloween contest, and it came down to a coin flip between you and Angry Stove, yeah. was you know a guest appearance on, the, on a full episode as opposed to just calling and leaving a voicemail. So um, I think a lot of fans are very excited about you being on the show instead of Angry Stove. In fact... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, for real, you got words that were like, uh, hey, please don't put Stove on the show. You <laughs> go with Pat instead. He has a broken English, and that's funny. We can laugh of him. Um, well, so laugh of it. what's funny is on the on another podcast subreddit, I'm going to have to scroll back several pages because there's a lot of activity this week. Uh, somebody posted just the other day, I guess they were impersonating Angry Stove. I mean, to find... Well, naturally, he already sounds some kind of uh, maybe halfway through the parody section, so... Yeah, so... So somebody posted a picture stove with the with the title, there's a bunch of fuckwits on Facebook that keep making photoshops of me and it's pissing me off. And when the account is called Angry Stove, but we were talking to Stove on Discord and it's not him. And so somebody somebody commented on this post, which was which I found very entertaining. It was Chaos Cowboy, a guy that I've had, you know, I've talked to. I think he's he's actually a fan of this show too. He said oh, yeah? he said Everyone shouldn't you should be, be Yeah, he said, shouldn't you be repeatedly calling into here's what I don't get right now? <laughs> uh, so oh, you know th thumbs up to chaos cowboy because that was a that was a wicked awesome burn fuck that yeah man fuck yeah so i'm what? guessing he's I, i'm just gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna guess that chaos cowboy is one of the people that's glad that pat got won the coin toss and not stove so sorry stove but you know, Sorry, Stove. maybe that uh, maybe that cowboy maybe. will have left a message for us later to hear. We don't know. I hope so. I don't know. I haven't even looked at the voicemails. We're gonna have a little bit of a chaotic time whenever it comes for that. They're scattered to the four corners of the earth right now. There's yeah. also voicemails on the Discord now. Have I talked That's about what that? I was referring to. There's uh, there's now a voicemail channel where you can upload your voicemail. Yeah. Um, we're trying to keep it. You know the least amount of stuff possible. Just upload your voicemail real quick. Maybe put a little a little uh, text to say, "Oh, I called in to talk about Transformers. I called in to talk about this." But whatever works. Whatever works. All right, you so, guys ready for some issues? Yes. Yeah. So uh, um, we haven't had a guest on in a while. Tab, who who needs to go first? Well, it's your turn to go first, and we'll do Pat in the middle. How's that sound? Yeah. Me first. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can do that. All right. Well then. Um, I guess here's what I don't get. Outdoor festivals. <laughs> I slash Planned activities. You're talking so, about uh, outdoor festival in general or just like, I don't know, medieval fairs, music festivals? <laughs> for those not watching the $10 video, uh, Tab is politely clapping for me, I think. Yeah. Would, I, would I be correct in saying, you, look at that smile. I've never seen you <laughs> smile like that. Outside really, of laughing I really at people do. getting shot. I really do. So... Um, yeah, uh, here's the deal. It's, it's anything that you try to plan in advance outdoors. 
Okay, so like so, uh, you go and uh, go have some food outside in a park and stuff like that, like family. No, uh... oh, you can plan that at the spur of the moment. What I'm talking about is like, okay, so uh, I think it was last weekend. Large scale events. Last weekend uh, in Statesville, which I always talk about Statesville. This is a Statesville podcast. <laughs> uh, they were going to have the Pumpkin Fest in downtown Statesville, which, I mean, it is, it's a, it's a, Fucking Statesville and Festival. You get what you pay for, right? Last it's week, fun to go to. Wait, something... hold on, hold on, hold on. Last week was going to be the Pumpkin Fest? I think so, or the week before, maybe. Well, last, I mean, we're two weeks into November right now, so... You're late, Buck. Was it, like, after Halloween, this this festival for pumpkins? I can't even remember. Listen, we, you, know, you know how we do issues. You have something that pisses you off, and you... Put it on your little list, and you get to it when it's convenient. I don't yeah, care but you like this sounds like a good issue for to bring in like around Halloween. Yeah, how is that <laughs> convenient was, today? When was, like before Halloween, you came up with something else. Like uh, I don't like giving candies. <laughs> like this I put would, signs in my yard and tell the little kids in the neighborhood to bug off. Oh man! So because there yeah, there so, are there are definitely things on my list, but I have them saved for like a certain time of year, like. One of them is is filing your own taxes. That's on my list of pro- of issues. But you I'm know not a great gonna... time to do that. Right in the middle of like say August. <laughs> Perfect time. Perfect time to grab because that's when the that's when the financial pinch starts to hit you. Oh God, I'm having to make these tax. But fuck, now I'm out of money. No, that'll be that'll be an April issue, an early April issue. Here's what okay. I don't get: late issues. Spoilers. <laughs> or early. This could be early for next Halloween. We're we're getting that far ahead. It's like one of the issues I want to bring in, I'll probably bring, well, if I ever bring it in, is uh, Christmas countdowners. You know what I mean? The people who are yeah. like, it's only 11 months till Christmas. Ooh, and they post that <laughs> fucking picture of of uh, Will Ferrell and that dumb cost. Anyway, so sometime within the past two weeks, Pumpkin Festival, Statesville, kind of a fall fest thing, not necessarily Halloween. And I like going to it when I can, you know, I mean, there's not much to do, but you get to walk around and there's music. There's a pie eating contest. There's pumpkins, good. Yeah, there's yeah uh, people selling shit. There's you know just whatever going on. There's vendors for food that's way overpriced, and there's people who have no idea how to use a roundabout. So <laughs> again with that, I was I was looking forward to going to this with my kids. Aunt Buck had to had to had to had to work, and lo and behold, this thing that they've had planned for like probably six months, they've had this thing pretty nailed down. I would assume rained out rained out because you know, you, you can't, you can't plan for weather unless well, you can try, you can get like a poor Richard, was it poor Richard's almanac or the farmer's almanac or whatever? Uh, or you both, can, uh, both. Yeah. Both of those are almanacs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So uh, you can get one of those and like try to predict the weather on a specific day, 80 years from now in the future, but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. So, the Saturday of the Pumpkin Fest, completely washed. I mean, like, it was a gully washer. It was bad. So I didn't go to a Pumpkin Fest. I don't even know if they had the damn thing. I would assume not. So all that money, all that effort, wasted. Years ago, I used to go to the Highland Games. A lot of fun. In the middle of, uh, well, in the beginning of July, it was the, always the weekend after the 4th at Grandfather Mountain. We had a, high, we had a Highland Games in Tulsa. And yeah. there was, there was, it's one of the best festivals to go to as far as like family shit to, do. shit to do but also being like 
it's one of those festivals, a lot of festivals, like they're either good for the family or they're good for the yuppies, right? But the Highland, the Highland Games, the Scottish festival was something that like everybody, you could bring your kids to and they could have a really yeah. good time and yeah. you could go as, alone as an adult with no kids and drink a bunch and sing the songs and watch the games and have a lot of fun, if that makes sense. And get laid. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, so. it was like the best of both worlds. The, yes, I agree. The worst would be going to a music festival that just poured for two days and everything's covered in mud and you're in mud like till your uh, your knees. That's what like happened Woodstock. to me last summer. Yeah, last summer, uh, like each year I go to the biggest rock festival in Canada. Here it goes, my reference. I busted it. And um, yeah, it poured rain for two days. Uh, we all bought our tickets like months in advance. We pay big bucks for that. And yeah, yeah, thanks. Canadian flag on Tab's wall. Yeah, Very thanks, good. Tab. And yeah, biggest uh, rock festival in Canada. Ramsheim was there. I, I mean, the music was great. But beside that, like everyone was just plain mud dirty. And that I didn't like. Everyone was camping in tents and... It was pouring, the water would get into the tents and like uh, conditions weren't so great. Like, at least I was drunk so I could go through it. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were drunk so you didn't care. It's, eh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, it's a party. There's yeah. no children, no parents looking for us. So let's just get wasted for three days in a row in the mud. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so back the back. Highland Games, the Highland Games does that, right? Uh, it's a 50-50. You're either going to get a weekend in the mountains that's boiling hot or rainy and frigid. Take your pick. It's never in between. For years, I went to the Highland Games. Never had a weekend, the four days, Thursday to Sunday, that was just just pleasant. It was either unmercifully hot or completely washed out. I know exactly what you're talking about. This is a little yeah. known, this is a little known fact about me, but I actually worked at Renaissance Fair for a few years, and we would have either these weekend we we had a lot of in between like we'd have some in between weekends where it'd be seventy degrees and partly cloudy with a little bit of breeze and it'd be beautiful and then but then we'd have like a weekend where it just poured all fucking weekend and you're in period yeah. garb and yeah. you're soaked to the bone and you just wish you were dead and then we'd have the weekends as we got to later in the season where you were just like you have to you have to wear a certain amount of clothing by your contract and so you're just like fucking sweating to death in your in your piece of shit wool doublet that you thought was really cool like it looked cool but turns out you're an idiot it would have been great in the winter yeah yeah well i uh there was a festival in uh hit night that i used to do sound for years ago the hit night festival and there was a main stage, and the guy that ran the sound, that was hired to do the sound for that sub hired me to run the side stage, which was over by the mansion. Very common. And uh, and I remember it, it was it was it was a shit show. It was a grab bag. You never knew what you were going to get. And because we were using ancient gear outside, I basically had to like get up on the porch of the mansion, like fifty yards away from the, the stage, which is not even the size of the room that I'm in. And you've seen the studio room, so you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, no monitors, just mains. And uh, they're at the back of the stage so the act can hear themselves. And what happens when you put microphones in front of the mains? Mm-hmm. Feedback. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So there's there's a the bo- there's a Bose line array system. It, people have seen them. They're little towers that look like a pencil. They're about six feet tall. You I've can seen that. you can put a microphone directly in front of those, and they won't feedback. They're incredible. I love those things. Well, we didn't have that. We uh, yeah. had <laughs> some JBLs. We had something that was half the size of a car, and uh, uh, we had like two of them. So we had left and right, and then a couple of sure mics. And it, it might as well have been a feedback contest. <laughs> no, matter what, no matter what you did. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, they were just, it was, every act was just harmonies. Feedback. It's, whale, it's all whale songs. Yeah. Well, God. well I don't and know if was, you know, Buck, but there's type of music that just relays on feedbacks as an instrument, you know? <laughs> well, this must have been that. And so, like, does they have someone come up with an acoustic guitar? There was the, the stage I was talking about where, uh, like, a lot of the acts were, like, they wanted the kids to come up and dance to a CD yes. or something. Yeah, that was fine. I that remember was fine. that one. That was fine. So, but, like, there was a kid from Australia that wanted to do an acoustic act, so he gets up there and puts a microphone in his mouth. And everybody's like, get know. off the fucking stage, Stove! <laughs> yeah. And then he goes to stick a sure mic, essentially inside his guitar is what it looked like, and he goes to strum it, and I just get... And then, of course, that low end comes right out of that 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 main and right back into the microphone. And the entire fucking area just starts reverberating with... And then everyone's looking at me, and I'm trying to pull the slider down. Hey, come on. I'm, I'm also come soaking on. wet. Experimental music, drone ambient, right there. No, no this is not... This is North Carolina, buddy. Hidnight, North Carolina. Not the crowd for that, okay? <laughs> this is the crowd that ran off a, 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 a rock band that was playing too well. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I, so I have a, I have a, I don't know if it's a catchphrase motto. I guess it's a motto maybe where kill yourself. What? (laughs) Kill yourself. (laughs) It might be kill yourself. I I told some people at work today about my phone calls to people telling them to kill yourself and the TD, I was talking to the TD and the master electrician. And I said, I was telling them the stories about, you know, I get these sell these sales calls and I tell them to kill themselves. And I said, the other day I, I called a radio station because they were playing Christmas music in on October 6th. And yeah. I'm pretty sure I told them to not only kill themselves, but kill everybody in the radio station, shut the radio station down. And, um, yeah. And he, and, and the TV goes, down. the TV goes, sounds like you have an anger issue. I said, yeah, I got a, I definitely got an anger <laughs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone go back to episode 45, 46. It's around there. This week on Understatements. Anyway, so I I have this catchphrase that I often tell people whenever they want to do an outdoor festival or some stupid thing outdoors is there is nothing that you can do outdoors that can't be done better indoors. Well, I'm going to bring up something that you're going to relate to. The weather is the main thing that bothers me. Mm -hmm. There's no accounting for weather. Exactly. You put... Uh, my first wedding was outdoors. In August. God, in I North Car- fucking in hate outdoor yes. weddings. Everyone's I had a friend who got married... Taylorsville, North Carolina. I had a friend who got married in late May. It might have been early June. I don't remember which. But she had a wedding. And then the week later, I was working for a wedding. I was working for a band that was playing a wedding. And the wedding was outdoors, but the reception was indoors. And I see them getting married out on the porch, and it looks lovely. And I just see all these people in three-piece suits 
with you know buttoned drenched. up buttoned up to their their neck holes and they come inside and they take off their jackets and they're just fucking drenched sweating and I, the I, I, track. I shot her a te- I shot her a text and I said you know what I just on behalf of everybody that you invited to your wedding thank you for not having it outside uh, yeah. because outdoor weddings, outdoor, there's like an hour every year where there's a, where it's a good time for an outdoor wedding. Every other time it's terrible. I did a, have you ever that seen hour's midnight? Have you ever seen the movie, the notebook? Um, nope. It's one of Aunt Buck's favorites. So, you know, you know, the big house that the, that that movie takes place around. I've never seen it. Uh, but okay. I, I know that there's this, there's this house that's part of the story of the notebook, right? So a few years ago, I got hired to run the reception of the. It was it was the father of the bride needed someone that could that he could just put in a room and make sure everything was taken care of because he had the job like he had the job of being the father of the bride, and he needed someone who would just take take care of it. I don't care yeah, how much it costs. His job was damage control. Yeah. I don't care how much it costs. You just make sure that nothing goes wrong. And that was my job, which is very, very stressful. Probably one of the more stressful shows in my entire life. So um, I go do the show. It's in South Carolina at the something mansion, whatever the fucking mansion is. It's in the notebook. And it had to be at that mansion because the daughter's favorite movie was the notebook. So she's a bridezilla. Yeah, she well. N- uh, I don't know. I never talked to her. My interface. I I entirely interfaced with the father of the bride. Um, I just remember it's South Carolina in June or July. I think it was June. I can't imagine, man. How it the was weather so was. fucking muggy. Like you basically get out of the car and just immediately have a layer of sweat on you. Like North Carolina is hot. South Carolina is so much worse. And this is in Charleston, which is right on the ocean and also part, partly a bay and all swamp. It was God. It was fucking miserable. We finished. I finished setting up the band. I finished setting up the reception room. The, the, I get told like, oh, go to this beach house where we're staying to shower. It's, it's, it's right. It's right next door. It's not right next door. It's like 25 minutes away or what feels like 25 minutes. I think it was only five minutes away, but my hotel room was seven minutes away. So I don't know why I went to this beach house. So I go to the beach house. I'm showering. Uh, the girl that I was dating at the time, she came with me. We, we shower together and then like we're in the car. She doesn't have to be at the reception as soon as it, as soon as it starts. I do because I'm making sure things are working. So I am in the car putting my belt on, tying my tie, buttoning my shirt, like basically got out of the shower and started just throwing on clothes, still soaking wet, like combing my hair, throwing under a hat. I, we pull up to the reception hall and I'm tying my shoes at that point. I get out and like make sure, check my gig line and everything, make sure that I look nice enough. She goes to park the car and put on her makeup and whatnot. And I, I get into the venue and I, like five minutes later, I'm fucking soaked in sweat. And I'm like, why the fuck did I go take a shower? Cause I already smell like a foot. Cause this is outdoors in the middle of June in fucking muggy ass South Carolina. Why didn't we do this inside? Why didn't we do this inside? Exactly. Humidity <sighs> should go kill themselves. Or a torrential downpour. It's it's one of the two. It's famine or feast, buddy. It's either unbearably hot or completely. It, you got to call Noah. It might appear it's one of the two. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it might appear strange to you, but it, it's the exact same temperature we have here in July, 
and like here I have uh, some uh, leather uh, couches and in the middle of July you just don't want to move and you stick to the couch and oh, man. It, it's just so sticky because of the humidity and you do couch. nothing at all you're ju just lying there doing nothing and you're sweating up your butt crack so no I have a yeah, I have a leather recliner, and during from about May until September, I throw a uh, slip cover over it. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. Sit down, like in I'm wearing a tank top. Sit down with your with your skin against that leather for thirty seconds, and you go to to get up again. And you're unless fused. you keep your house frozen, you just basically peel. You leave a layer of your skin on the leather. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's so, a great issue. Yeah. I agree. Nothing, nothing should ever be done outside. This well, is there's, there's a, this is a big issue in the theater community. They do Shakespeare in the park. Don't. Uh, don't. And the reason why is because Shakespeare in the park is usually funded by some like group out in the in the area during during the the summer season, and so people come out and they lay out their blankets and they drink wine and Shakespeare in the park should just be done indoors but they can't do it in a theater because the cheat theater charges tickets and no one wants to pay pay to see shakespeare fucking awful Mor yeah. moral of the story uh, don't do anything outside unless it's 70 fahrenheit or 20 celsius unless you can well, guarantee yeah unless, unless you can you guarantee 10 minutes ago yeah unless and it's that it's temperature risk. now well here's another thing about doing specifically festivals outdoors and that is, uh, it takes a lot more sound gear to get a good sound outside. Yes, it does. Yep. So I have seen many bands play in a venue with a a, a, a small or moderate PA system. Got a good sound for the room, whatever, you know. We, You and I know how it goes. Take that same PA outside, same band, set it up on a stage in the middle of a parking lot to play, and it might as well, they might as well not be playing. Yeah. It, it might as well just not be happening. You've got to have, uh, like, seriously, a 30, 40, 50 foot wall of speakers yep. to make anything sound good outside. When the, the other side of that is when they go too big or they don't tune it right. I went to a, an event on the U.S. Capitol several years ago, and they had, they had speakers set every few hundred feet, but they didn't time the delays right. Oh, so. Oh, yeah. So. <clears throat> Well, you do outdoor anything outdoors or anything with a, with distances over say five hundred feet, you have to set a second set of speakers outside of outside of your field that you can you can amplify right. Yeah. So, but the thing is that things sound only travel so fast. Sound only travels so fast. So someone standing right next to a, a satellite speaker, as we call them, that's set out that's set up ahead. They're going to hear the satellite speaker first, and then a second later, they're going to hear the sound of the original speaker hit their ears, and it, it's like a weird echo, right? But you can set a delay in the speaker, so every time, and there's there's like a mathematical formula, it's a logarithmic curve, where yeah. you can figure out, like, okay, this is X amount of feet away, it needs to be set to such a delay time. However many milliseconds. But if you don't get the fucking delay right, like... Oh man, it's so I went to this this big event on the Capitol and they didn't have the delays right. So everything's like Pride of the Yankees. Today, 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 today. I feel, I feel, I feel. It's like God damn it, drove me nuts the whole time I was there. Did they add a big uh, screen? It 
I'm trying to remember. A I don't, camera I don't with think, a screen that's they, they, they must they must the have. Stage. They because must have because it, I the closest I ever got was midway down the reflecting pool. Because so. if they had a screen, the best you can do is just stay the farest away you can. So you have, well, even even so then it, you it cuts the echo so, and then uh, you just have to look at the screen so you look be, you have a better view at the stage. No, because late like even as far back as the Washington Monument. So this was on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Even as far back as the Washington Monument, then you get this weird effect where all the different speakers reach that point and it muddies it's it up jumble. so you can barely hear anything and it's a jumble so you hear like constant echoes the whole time well so they like, should hire you they 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 should have hired me at that at okay so to be fair at that point in time i was definitely um i have a scale five oh no i wasn't five i have a there's a there's a scale that i talk about um in when i talk to t when i discuss theater work with people and normally it's in the context of quilling a cable there's there's unconscious incompetence conscious incompetence conscious competence unconscious competence so uh unconscious incompetence is taking a, a sound cable and just like quilling wadding it up because you you don't know any better you don't know and plug you're doing it there. It wrong if it works, yeah, okay. If it doesn't, eh, plug it elsewhere. Yeah, you're doing it wrong because you don't know that it's wrong. And then there's then there's conscious incompetence where you're doing it incorrectly, but you know the correct way, and you can identify that you're doing it incorrectly and work and to be just a piece of shit. You, yeah, you're just a piece of shit, and you but you work to be better. Then there's conscious competence where you're coiling coiling a cable, and you think about it every single over under, over under, over under, and you're thinking about it as you do it, and then you reach conscious and or conscious competence, unconscious competence where you you like I pick up a cable and I automatically coil it over under because you don't it's know been how, but you know it. It's been burnt into my brain. It's muscle memory. And so at that point in time, I suffered from conscious incompetence where I knew that I did things badly, but I didn't know why. So they should not have hired me at that point in time. What they should have done was built a time machine and taken me back in time to hire me now. <laughs> there you go. Hey, man, if I could go back in time and teach myself some shit. Man, that's if, if I could go back in time to say when I was about... <laughs> 10 and give myself some pointers don't marry that First girl off, well, there'd be that <laughs> do not and well the 10 year old me would look at 36 year old me and go dude what the fuck what the fuck happened to us yeah anyway yeah so yeah uh outdoor sound also sucks but yeah the weather's worse great great what? issue great issue i agree 100 percent. Right. so do we want to do Pat's issue or do we want to jump into the business? Let's do, Pat. Let's do Pat's issue. Yeah, okay. yeah, let's do it. Um, here's what I don't get. Bureaucracy. And by that, I mean fucking in incompetent bureaucracy. Um, lately, Conscious like, or unconscious? Uh, I think it's a mix of both. because This, um, is, this is an episode of great... Great issues. Yeah, I but I got a great, I got a big story, a great story, and maybe if we're lucky, 
I'll get the ending tonight as we speak or I'll never get the ending. Um, here's the story. Uh, maybe some of you guys know, but uh, I make short films. And um, we've been selected to a festival like over in Australia. And for months now, um, we've been trying to apply uh, the Quebec's government. Uh, there's um, um, actually they give financing. But they don't teach that in school. They don't teach that to anyone. You actually have to know someone that knows that it exists. And once you know that, you have to contact them. You talk to some bureaucrats, some people that works in the office. And it's uh, sort of like the your DMV. Everyone's mm -hmm. lazy as fuck. And they, it's like, they do that, and it's just like to appear, yeah, we're good, we're helping the culture here, we're giving out money to those artists that want to make films. And yet, it's so hard, and so um, incompetent, I don't know. They're, it's like, they try to appear good, but at the same time, they're not that good. It's a bit like Comcast, uh, the South Park episode where they have those nipple traps and you have to tell them what you want from them and they're just like, oh yeah, tell me more. Tell me more while twisting their nipples. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for months now, we've uh, been trying to get in touch with them. We've been ghosted. Finally, got up to someone. And um, then... She tells, uh, she, tell, she tells me, uh, you need uh, this file, this file, this file, and you need to uh, file a budget uh, using this file there. All right. Where do I get these files? They're on the website. Okay. So I had to do like a big archaeology work. I had to be like Indiana Jones for a moment and trying to <laughs> seek where those actual those paperwork that I needed were on the website. And once I got them... Oh man, I was in for some bullshit ride. Um, there were questions in the uh, in the paperwork that were just bl blandly meaning nothing, or just in the same question, uh, the question would repeat itself over, but it would still mean nothing. So you have to guess what the question means, and you have to find like uh, this festival I want to go to. Um, Actually, Montreal and uh, Australia, the ticket at the time when I was doing the filing, it was uh, a buck, uh, it was uh, 1,700 Canadian dollars uh, back and forth uh, airplane ticket to get there. I'm talking about mid-October, mid okay? So I filed those uh, budget and everything with that. They're like, we don't know that festival. Can you do, can you tell us more? So we say everything. That festival is the biggest one jar festival ever in Australia, and we might be one of the first Quebec film ever there. We don't know, but it looks like that and stuff like that. We're trying to sell this shit, and uh, we make like big, big, big uh, wall of text telling everything in details. Those guys wants to see us, maybe make some offers and everything like everything is there so like it's actually it has a purpose to get there because some people over there wants to meet us and maybe do business with us so what else do you want uh, government what else do you want everything's there so we found everything and there's this question why is it uh, why is uh, i have I tried to translate the question and actually it just repeats itself over so you have to you have to actually guess what it is and then 
there's um, a place somewhere in the document. Are you in competition? Are you in competition over there? We're like, yeah, we're in uh, international short film uh, competition, and this and this and this. We filed everything. Everything is, as we would say, um, how do you say that? Uh, it, it was it's bulletproof, okay? So I send sure. I send that at the end of October with the budget and everything, two tickets for two person and everything, everything in details. Um, turns out it costs twice what it costed us to make the film, to get there, to travel there <laughs> and a week there. Oh my God. Okay. And there's some people over there that wants to see us and do business with us because we can do cheap films that are actually good. And for there are for a certain demographic that they know, like those people buy this shit. They like this. It's like, oh uh, God. yeah. What else do we want government? It's like this thing, like it's movie makers when they want the producers, when they're looking for films, they don't want to know. They, they don't want to know how much they can profit out of it. They just want a good idea and how much will it cost. So yep. if it's cheap and if it's a good idea, they'll buy and they'll give shit ton of money. But that's not how it works with that bureaucracy of government that's supposed to finance films here in Quebec. And they give money to all their friends. Like you have, you have to have a direct connection with them. You have to be friends with them. And they most, most likely will give money to money that's just going to bomb. Just Nepotism. because the laws of it and the director is one of their friends and needed money. Yeah, it's a film. It's a so Quebec Indra. film. It's in French as far market here. But uh, it's never going to make any money and you're going to be in a hole for like a couple of millions, if not 20 millions or more. Like as soon as this actor is connected to the project, they'll just like jerk off and give 50 millions for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Just because that actor is there or that director, Xavier Dolan makes... Sorry, like that guy has talent, but he makes fucking boring movies that bombs. And there's no profit to make there. His idea are fucking dramas that all, are all over, 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 overused. But he has a good technique and he has a good name and he's friend with them. So yeah. he gets all the money he wants. So it's like throwing money in the fire. Us, our key, our movie is cheap, and people wants to do with business with us. We need budget to get there, so Nepotism we can assure the, you it, that we could make a full feature with our short film and get some profit out of it because we know the idea is good, it's profitable, and like people across the globe are giving interest into that. So, yeah, because we went into other festivals and they're all like they all went ape shit when they saw the short film and um, so yeah and here comes to last week um, I sent my request like late October and still no news so I'm trying to get in calling them calling them leaving voicemails sending emails no it, it was like ghosting there, there was nothing going on okay and Till yesterday, yesterday, we got we got an answer from someone, but it's not the answer we wanted. It's the answer. Could you please resend the document because we lost uh, them? And in other words, please, oh, can you can it. you just forgive us? Uh, can you forgive our incompetence? We we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't even know if it's incompetence anymore because I used to think that it was incompetence, but now I start to think that maybe. 
it's semi-intentional to make you just wear you down to the point where you just say, you know what? I don't even fucking want to do it anymore. Fuck you. Fuck your whatever. Yeah, but the thing like, is, we actually... You're, you missed out. You missed the bus, bitch. Yeah, but actually, we actually want to go there, and we need that money to get there, because now, hey, ding, 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 we had to update our budget. And guess what? Plane tickets have rose from a thousand hundred... The Canadian dollars to now two hundred and two hundred dollars. So we had to update the whole budget. So now to travel there, there it's not twice the budget of the film, but three times the budget of the film. So if you guys didn't fucked up, well, you would have saved two thousand bucks. So here you go, fuck you. And so yeah. Me and my partner, we're just rushing, we both work, and at the same time, in between pauses and lunch break and everything, we're updating everything and sending them and making sure they have everything they fucking need. They send, we sent that to them yesterday at 4.30, and they told us 24 hours, you're gonna then get an answer. And guess what? I still don't have an answer as of now, if we're going or not. Of course not. Of yeah. course not. And everything... Um, and you're not the, gonna. The world practice, like, uh, I had this idea. I was making fun of that while I was dreaming, actually, because I didn't sleep much. Uh, it was like figuring out... Uh, maybe you guys know uh, Asterix, the 12th task of Asterix, the tower that drives you mad. It's exactly that. It's, po it's laziness. It's big bunch of uptight people. Uh, like... I just hate fucking bureaucracy when it's like that. It, it can be simple if you do your fucking work, but otherwise it's just blat out bullshit. And after that, well, meanwhile, there's my work waiting for me to confirm because, hey, I have to take a week vacation to get there because guess what? From Montreal to there, it's like a day and a half <laughs> by plane. So I have to... I have to call my week of vacation to get there, and by now it's not called. They're waiting for me. They're waiting for me, waiting for them. It's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit, man. What are you, Tab? Are you okay? Oh are you man, right? Buck just pulled the whole all the ice cubes are out of his water and put them on <laughs> into his liquor glass. <laughs> uh, Oh man, okay. I tried to I tried to keep quiet keep quiet how how hard that made me laugh because it was like a whole he pulled everything out of his little plastic cup. I mean seriously, we have like the same cups going on over here. I've got yeah. I mean my liquor glass is my, <laughs> my Steelers cup and then my water had, glass is my is my but it's a plastic red cup for water. Man, that cracked me up. I, it's it's funny you bring in bureaucracy because a friend of mine we were on in a Discord chat going back and forth and completely I mean, he knows nothing about this show. So he brought up, he was talking about this guy um, whose name is Thomas Sowell. Yeah, I know that is. Thomas Sowell. And so he, he put this quote in today into the Discord. And I'm going to read it because I thought of how timely it was because, you know, we all share what our issues are going to be ahead of time. So this is the quote. In the summer of 1959, as in the summer of 1957, I worked as a clerk typist in the headquarters of the U.S. Public Health Service in Washington. The people I worked for were very nice, and I grew to like them. One day, a man had a heart attack at around 5 p.m. on the sidewalk outside the Public Health Service. 
He was taken inside to the nurse's room where he was asked if he was a government employee. If he were, he would have been eligible to be taken to a medical facility there. Unfortunately, he was not. So a phone call was made to a local hospital to send an ambulance. By the time this ambulance made its way through miles of Washington rush hour traffic, the man was dead. He died waiting for a doctor in a building full of doctors. Nothing so dramatized for me the nature of bureaucracy and its emphasis on procedures rather than results. Yeah. And, and and this was this was totally unrelated. He had no idea that this was coming in the episode. But I saw this quote today and I was just like, I gotta read this because this is that's bureaucracy. Putting that, putting the list of shit sake. you have to do before doing the right thing. Yeah. Because actually, I forgot to mention that, but the festival is next week, so we're kind of in a hurry to buy the tickets. Also, so we're really, really waiting for that. And well, and with airline tickets, the closer you get, the higher the dollars rise. I mean, I'm headed exactly. to Chicago. Exactly. I'm headed to Chicago in a couple of weeks, and looking at the airline tickets two months ago, they were one yeah. price. Looking at the at the airline tickets this week. Yeah. They've they've doubled in price, and l- I mean, luckily my shit's paid for and all done and ready to go. But like you see that, and and I mean, we come back to here's what I don't get airlines, where we just take the cost of flying the metal tube to point A to point B, <laughs> and you guys are fucking over the people that decide they want to get in the metal tube late versus the people that decide they want to get in the metal tube months in advance. Actually, I came up with that on the Discord. No, you came with the two, but I came with the... Here's what I don't get, airline tickets. Anyways, um, and one thing... Uh, I'll give you that. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Buck. So I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah. And... We'll give you a small stipend when we get up and running. And I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> it, but in the document, if you have... If you have... Here's one percent of seventy-five million dollars because this is the most profitable airline on earth. Because you know we don't fucking lie to people. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't have to be a statute of limitations. On I that. don't mind. I think Tab, you're gonna need that one uh, percent. I leave that to you. Um, and yeah, everything the document is is it's everything they want to appear nice and like doing something out of goodwill, but everything to document, if you have no one to grab you by the hand while you're finding those uh, paperwork, um, it's so easy f- for them to say no. Every- yeah, they, I mean, you get, lo- you get for, lost in the system. They're just looking for a reason to tell you no. And yep. that's all that it is. Same thing when you go to DMV uh, while you're going to pay your plates. They all have their break and everything. You just spend too much time and there's such laziness and... I mean, nothing works there. I mean, they're taking so much time doing things. What it could be right like now, way more offensive. I'm, I, I don't know. I, efficient, yeah. What right now? I'm taking a class in um, American federal federal government and the politics of Amer- American federal government, and I'm definitely the red pill in that class. Whereas this class in the, in this, sh- god damn it, in this show, I'd say I fall closer to the blue pill side of the. I mean, no, you're. I'd say you're pretty like uh, medium. You're purple. But I mean, compared purple pill, co- comparatively, compared to Buck, like I, I'm definitely I'm the left wing of the two of us. When when you agree with that, right? right yeah, but yeah, but, you're, you're yeah, but still, you're, you're still right wing for a left wing. You know that I'm <laughs> I'm I'm definitely right wing for a left wing, and this is at a college, so you know pretty much anybody that doesn't say that we should. You're a have, 
redistribute everything, I'm a Hitler, more or less. <laughs> so we're taking this class and we're talking about the federal election cycle. And I said, like, well, why can't we do it in two months? And and they were like, well, we can't do it because of all of these reasons. That's how we do it in I Canada. Almost, I almost slipped into the Mad Cook's voice. Uh, yeah, well, we talked about the Canadian election. Like one of the most recent Canadian elections was lasted 70 days. Yeah. Two months. And that was that was the longest in Canadian history. Whereas here in the United States, it election takes a year. Season, yeah, it takes it takes fucking two years, dude. Like <sighs> they're already working. They're going to start working on uh, exploratory committees for the next election starting early next year. Nice land. So we, we were talking about that, and I said, "Well, why can't we do it in two months? Why can't we? Why can't we do month month one?" You do all the primaries, all of, you know, month one, week one, two, and three are all debates. You do debates between everybody. Week four, a general primary across every state at the on the same day, instead of having like the fucking Iowa caucus three months before the latest fucking caucus, and then everybody's eliminated one by one until it's, you're basically down to choosing, you know, a shit sandwich or, um... A double shit sandwich, and then, <laughs> and that, and that's who ends up being the nomination. So week one, two, three debates. Week four primaries. Week five uh, conventions. Week six, seven, eight, nine. All, yeah, you know, week six, Ask seven, all eight debates, and all, then it's all, done. All the debates between the the two the the candidates, the prime the the parties have picked and then week nine you have a fucking election and it's done two months you can do it in two months like it used to be a big fucking deal because you had to send out people via train and shit i mean woodrow wilson campaigned off the back of a fucking train teddy roosevelt campaigned off the back of a fucking train they pull into town they'd be like hey here's all the shit that i believe in all right vote for me all right i'm out of i'm fucking out of here and they ride the train on to the next town to tell whoever yeah their bullshit shit well, now we have fucking Twitter. We have the internet. We have Hulu. You can yeah, put those yeah. fucking debates. You could preempt literally, like, you could log in to you you have national Netflix, TV. You can Hulu, do it and live Amazon on, TV. on your side. You could just fucking preempt everything that I want to watch and show me the presidential debate. And then, and then I know. I know who I want to vote for. But you can't fucking do that because they're. It, wasting I mean, it's a money. business. Elections are a business. They're wasting money. It's bureaucracy. It's people getting rich on the backs of the people behind them. There's no fucking reason for it. And I got I got shouted down for having this this ludicrous opinion that maybe it's not ludicrous. Maybe That's the how system it should be. was and if too it could fucking be shorter, big for better what it, it would be. Less money wasted. So, so like, think about that. It's less taxes you guys have to pay. Yeah, because we fucking pay for these yeah. these goddamn elections. And then and then we're we're still fucked. I mean, like I want to I need to go get my so one time I got a ticket for driving with a with a tag that was expired and I got hit with the tag that was expired because I bought the car for $400. And when I called the DMV and said I'm under the, like if I get a car for under $650, I don't have to have it notarized, correct? And they said, "Yeah, that's correct. So I bought the car for $400. We didn't have the title notarized because they said that we didn't have to, and that's a that fucking costs money here. I take the title in to go get the car registered. This title isn't notarized. What are you talking about? It's signed by everybody. I'm like, well, it has to be notarized. Like, yeah, but it's under $650. So I was under the impression that it didn't have to be notarized. 
Uh, I don't know who told you that, but they're not they're not qualified to tell you that. I called this DMV to ask this question. That's why I came specifically to this DMV. I was told under this amount, hey, we, we can't register the car. Well, I got a ticket on the car because the pl- fucking plates were expired. So what I ended up doing was I went to, I found a private notary. I lied to them, told them that this person had notar- had ri- had signed the document. They hadn't. I forged their signature because apparently the person that sold me the fucking car signed in the wrong fucking line on the on the goddamn title. They signed <laughs> they signed in the wrong, so I reforged their signature on the right line of the title. Told them it was all okay. Basically guilted them into fucking notarizing this title. Got the title notarized. Registered my car. Got the fucking ticket expunged. But it took like so many hours of my time when I could like God damn it! So many fucking people lied to me on the phone. This is bureaucracy. God damn it. I agree with yeah. you. It's a great oh, issue. This is a, this isn't this is an episode of great issues. <laughs> Talk- I hope mine continues the trend. <laughs> Talking about bureaucracy makes me think of also about lawsuits. I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. No. Well yeah. Listen, speaking of speaking of great things. Yeah. I have some great news. Yeah. Uh, tab. Well, go ahead. As of as of uh 3 p.m. yesterday, when Polly got the payment from me outside of work. Yeah. We are caught up on our retainer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great news. That's right. Oh, man, that means the show is ours. So that lasts over now. No more RNN news articles. We don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. We We can just tell people to donate money to the show. Well, hey, yeah. now we're free to seek out actual sponsors. Oh, man. Great. Man, that's that's great. Harry's Razors or Black Rifle Coffee Company or, or, or yeah. Casper Mattresses. or We can do it. We can do it now, finally. Yeah, that's, because now we're out from under that loophole contract. Maybe literally so, Hitler could come back. I Hold on. Someone's knocking at my door. All right. One, one second. We'll take a little, we'll take oh, a little break here. Uh, yeah, we got to take a break. Uh, I'll, I'll be back in just one second. All hold right. On. While we take this break, we're going to take some sips. Yeah. Hello? What you drinking, Pat? You drinking anything? I'm drinking uh, Labat 50. Uh, yeah, that's, Man. that's me. Okay. What's Man, it's, it's time for a celebratory drink. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, a yeah. celebratory drink. Thanks, thanks um, a lot. My Labat 50 really is uh, to commemorate yes. the 115 uh, anniversary. The 150 anniversary of Canada. So it's not Labat 50. It's Labat 150. So right, hold, on. Uh, hold on, Tab. Let's uh, let's pour a little celebratory drink here. I think it's I think it's time, buddy. I've been talking about man. celebrating. Have you received my bottle yet, uh, Buck? Uh, it has not showed up yet that I know of. Uh, Tab. So let's let's prepare this toast. Uh, toast. What well, do you want to? Uh, do you want to? You want to give the toast? I let you toast. toast. Uh, Tab, come on. We we got to get a toast. The next season I, is uh, starting next dude, week. Up your glass. What's up? So this, I, I just. What's the matter? Wait. What's the matter? What's going is he bothered? Who's at the door? Whatever's at the door is clearly bugging you. What's up? Tab, what's I, going uh, on? What are you reading there? He I, has some I just papers. Got a, a big document. It, a document? Bureaucracy yeah. got to you? It, it looks like I'm being I'm being sued for twenty million dollars. What? I was really hoping that once we got our protect I mean uh, our, our 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 retainer paid off that we could finally Oh God! God damn it! 
God damn it! So what can we do Son to? Son of a uh, bitch! What can we do? What can the people do to? Well, to I'll tell you exactly what I'm getting ready to do. God fucking damn it! This. Hold on, hold on. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start drinking because maybe if I die of liver failure. Well, the I'll tell you what. Tab if you die of liver failure, you can't. You don't have to buy uh, to pay twenty million. <laughs> Or so, or at least the lawyer that's gonna help you, uh, unless Rakeda is gonna. Hold on, hold on. So, this week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Rakeda, fucking goddamn son of a fuck, <laughs> news network. Definitely not fake definitely news. Definitely not. Definitely bullshit. God definitely damn it! We were, we were free, Buck. We were free. Fucking now slavery. Now I've got to go on the news portal. Hold on a second. Now who's privileged? Now I've got to go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Pat. Just hold on. I got to get on the news portal. My internet's slow because I'm using Skype. Sorry, sorry about this, Pat. Uh, you, you couldn't plan in advance. I mean, it came to your right, door while right. we're doing the here we podcast. Go, here we go. We'll just get a head start. Oh my! Social justice lost a warrior this week when George Takei who has been a vociferous advocate for sexual abuse victims, was himself accused of sexual assault. According to Scott Brunton, Takei attempted to disrobe and fondle him while he was incapacitated in 1981. Takei has issued a statement denying the allegation and claiming bewilderment as to why Mr. Brunton would tell such an obviously false, fake, and made-up lie about him. Twitter obviously has erupted with conversations on the matter. Recently, a litany of Hollywood stars have been accused of sexual abuse, including... Kevin Spacey, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, and Louis C.K. Takei has been vocal via his Twitter that all who claim to have been sexually abused in any way should be believed, except Scott Brunton. More like George D.K. Okay. I mean, he, that guy has a reputation for being a, a big SGW celebrity, and when <laughs> shit hits the fan... I mean, his face. Well, I mean, he, he kept saying you have to believe those people that yeah comes with yeah. those allegations. And someone goes to him and, hey, you've been sexually abusive towards me. And he's like, no, that's bullshit. No. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's I just... can't believe you would say such a thing. I don't even know. Who is this guy? I don't know who he is. 1981. I don't remember 1981. Everyone knows the core of my being is never to touch someone without their consent, apparently, except this guy. Well, so we all know what know, way to go. We, so, we, the, so the weird the weird thing about Takai is, I mean, everybody, he, I mean, he was Sulu in the original series of Star Trek in the first six goes movies of the series. And, <laughs> and in, this, in the show, he wasn't a big deal. And lately, in the, in the last several years, he's become this big icon of both the what TVs? Star Trek should be and, and it moving forward, but also this icon of like being okay with who you are. He's, he's gone through some tough ass shit. I mean, he, his family, him and him and his family yeah. were part of Japanese internment during world war two. Yeah. And yeah, I'll give him that. that uh, that's unforgivable. I agree. But I don't know at a certain point, because I, I'm a skeptic in a lot of ways, and I want to believe the people that I held dear as a kid are still good people. But? But 
sometimes that piece of the puzzle just fits. Sometimes, sometimes it, that piece of the puzzle just fits, and sometimes the people that champion against it so hard are the people that are part of it. Projecting, and, that, and that's that's what we're seeing with the male, male feminist icons being torn down one at a time. Because they go, oh, I'm a male feminist. And then, sure enough, you're a sexual harasser or some kind. I mean, we've seen it with Joss Whedon. With we've too much it people. With, Even South with Park the wine signs. And so, you know, I just I just want... I also... I'm really torn. Do I defend the guy because he's Sulu? Do I defend the guy because I don't want to be implicated in something like that in the future? Do I, do I defend the guy because it's the right thing to do and I think that he's right? Or do I just continue tearing him down because he's on the opposite side of politics as I am? I think the um, the truth is out there, and that's the important thing. I mean, always remain to the truth you can get. And well, sometimes, uh, like, when you're a child, you have some heroes when you grow up. And, like, everyone knows the expression. I don't know the expression in English. But um, I know it goes along. Uh, well, sometimes it's never. It's better to never meet your child hero. So yes, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's one of those cases. Maybe it's not. The truth is out there, and it's gonna come out someday. Always, it's it it always come out at some point someday. So just be honest and don't be a fucking ass bag or whatever. Be sure that your sins will find you out. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Buck. Yeah. yeah well, I, there you go. I, I agree. Um, the only way to be that kind of person is to just truly be righteous. If you're not, if you're not living a righteous life, you you will always be caught. Yeah. And no matter no matter how much you pro you project this image of being a good person and fighting the good fight. Like, you'll be found out. But uh, alternatively to this, we started to see in the last month all of these accusations start to come out against people that, you know, Kevin Spacey, we hit Kevin Spacey, we hit Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein, I believe 100%. The Kevin Spacey thing, I believe 100%. The Louis C.K. thing, I don't know. I, I It's 50-50. And it's, the problem with the Louis C.K. thing is that Really, legally, he didn't do anything all that wrong. Like he propositioned someone, he asked someone if they want to have sex with him, and and they said no. And now that, that apparently is the end of it, based on the allegations. He asked, he wanted to jerk off in front of people, and sure, that's weird. And like he's a weird dude, but yeah, he laughs about that in creepy. his stand-ups. So. There's no reason why you couldn't hang up the phone or leave the hotel room or etc. And now we're going after. We're just saying, I don't want to see that. And I don't know. Part of me thinks that that it's true because Takai should be a protected class, based on my analysis of the left wing. Like he's he's your guy. Like what's the? It's like slash our guy. The the four chan thing. Yeah, he's slash our guy for the left. Like he's he's unabashedly homosexual. Yeah, he has been the paragon of virtue signaling for these kind of yeah. things. Like, I know people that know George Takai. I don't personally know George Takai, but I know these people. I trust them, and they think that he's the greatest man they've ever met. And he is—he is 
based on the stories that I've heard from secondhand, he has to have handlers because he's kind of out there because he's an old dude. And this is <laughs> this is why I wanted I had the ch- I could have met William Shatner last week, but I couldn't because I was fucking stuck on a ballet. And I cannot express the disappointment that's in my heart about not having met William Shatner. Not because he's Captain Kirk, but because he's William fucking Shatner. He's an icon of entertainment. He's a good guy. He's really giving. And, and like, he's going to die soon. George Sakai is going to die soon. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me yeah. wishes. Part of me wishes these allegations could come out after he was dead, so that he didn't have to face them because he is who he is. And part of me wants to see the truth told because it's the truth, and and the truth is important. It needs to come yeah. out. Yeah. And then there's a part of me that thinks that, like, yeah, I'm glad they came after George Takai because they're eating everybody else. So why not? It could be anyone the- now. Could be yeah, why not the guy that that's been on their side this whole time? I don't know. I'm my feelings are very, very, very mixed about this. I I, I just don't know what to think. What if uh, Will yeah. Wheaton goes out? I mean, if there's allegation against Will, Will, Will oh, Wheaton, oh, Will Wheaton will definitely have allegations against him. He's he's too hardcore. He's far too hardcore. To to Will Wheaton. He's really full of himself. It, yeah. It's definitely a, a, he. He's going to be implicated in something. I don't know. The other option is that Will Wheaton gets ahead of it and accuses someone like Jonathan Frakes or Patrick Stewart or any number of people of misconduct when he was young. Because he started as a child actor and he's he yeah. still acts. But if he goes out now, if he goes out, surely enough, if he did something, it's going to come out someday. I mean, it's gonna accelerate the processes yeah. of it going out against Will if he has done if he has done something. I don't. I don't think Will Wheaton is as much of an icon as Takai. Do you think that's fair, Buck? Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as in tune with the Star Trek community as you are. I know that Will Wheaton, uh, within the past ten years, got more of a more of a notoriety, especially when he started getting into other projects. Takai, uh, or Takei, or however you pronounce his name, he started picking up notoriety in the ni- uh, again in the 90s uh, with the, the Howard Stern thing with the, oh, yeah. my. oh my. And then like that became his thing. So, uh, like time-wise, t- I'd say Takei's got him, but like, I just there's a big Will Wheaton thing. I recently. think that... I. I personally, I think that Takai has a lot of respect based on his influence in the in the homosexual community, his influence in the Star Trek community, his his status as an icon. I mean, he did a show on Broadway uh, three or four years ago that was sold out every night that he and then he ended up leaving. I mean, because he's an old dude and and he, yeah. like I said, people from, want to see him because before he leaves. Be, from from my secondhand stories of being involved with the the man, like he has to has a hand, he has to have a handler, otherwise he's lost. And personal, like based on these personal accounts, his Twitter is not his. It's ghostwriters. It's it's ghostwriters. So it, the way that the Twitter action has come from him, it it very well could be those ghostwriters pushing the narrative. Because that their job is paid anything. for 
Yeah, the, their job is paid for by him being famous. So if he yeah. gets taken down a peg, then they will lose their jobs and his Twitter will end. Man, I don't... The truth is out there. I just really don't know. I, I want the truth to be found out, but I don't want to see people torn down in the court of public opinion anymore because of allegations. Bill Cosby was torn apart in the court of public opinion before his trial date. Louis C.K. has been torn apart in the court of public opinion. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. more personal because of the Takai angle and because I agree with him so much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely biased. I'm biased on on him and right and my my opinion means nothing because i'm because of my bias and i'll admit it well here's what we're going to do uh in order to determine whether or not he is guilty in this uh we're going to do a coin flip now i don't have a coin <laughs> but i do have a guitar pick uh the so the front side will be heads the back side will be tails you is it call it is it tortex it is dunlop altex i call it okay the true I'll accept that. I choose the Ultex side. All right, here we go. And your your guess was what? Ultex side. For guilty or not? Uh, which side did it show up on? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try this again. We'll try this again. Ultex side is guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. Not guilty. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> George Takei, not uh, guilty. Thank you, God, he not, man. He did not attempt to touch that man's penis. Oh. God forbid Captain Sulu comes in as guilty. I'm very relieved. I'm very, very relieved. <laughs> the truth is there. The we lie. found it. All right. So this has been the Rick Hayden News Network again. <laughs> Definitely not fake news. Again. I'm really sorry. I'm so, sorry, Buck. I, I wasn't expecting it. I don't know, man. I'm not blaming you. Blame that litigious asshole. I feel like so, I feel like a wedge has started to be driven between the two of us. Between me and you? Yeah. Because of over, this lawsuit. Over you getting sued? Yeah. I don't care. It's uh, okay. Uh, we're friends. You're my buddy. We're all I'm, friends. You're my buddy. I'm in this. I'm in this until you actually get have to pay out money, and then they could come after me, and then I'm done. You know what, man? We have really become friends over the course of this show. I would like to think so. I, I 100% think so. Because I remember that night that you came to my house. And f so for those who don't know me or Tab, this is a little behind the scenes. We're both somewhat standoffish at first. We we're not, very, we're, yeah, yeah. We're not, neither like we're, we're open and fun wee, on the <laughs> show, but we're both kind of quiet in person. And so the first several episodes... Uh, we were like trying to feel out how the energy between us is going to work. And then it we was, met in person. It was so house. like the first, the first few episodes in the bunker, like it was, okay, the show's over now. Please leave. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, the show's over. Um, I will sit here quietly until you put the files on the drive and then I will, I will slip out the door. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of back and forth. No, we didn't. Like, but, like the uh, files would be transferring. We'd be cleaning up, like putting the tables away, putting everything silently. away. Silently. Totally silent. And, I, and there was definitely a level of awkwardness between the two of us, but we've been together, what, now for like 20... Something. 20-something yeah. episodes. And, like, Buck is one of my closest friends. You're one of my closest friends, buddy. And that's 
that's something like we the funny thing is we actually do spend most of our time getting to know each other on the show but like when we do talk behind the scenes it's it's there's there's uh, there's an openness and honesty and i'll drink yeah. to that man and I, so yeah, i'm drinking I will, I will too. too hold on let me let me pour it let me pour a drink for this in the midst of what is going on with you uh and and having to hire a lawyer i got your back man i'm on your side Thank you, brother. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'll talk. I'll talk for the Discord, saying the the same thing. Also, I, I bet most of the people on the Discord also supporting this show and supporting you. Uh, in my case, I came to discover this show because of you, Tab, because I was looking for some Madcox content. So I was like, "Hey, I found the episodes where Madcox." Uh, Got a the got the host on the on the show, so that's how I discovered the the show. I was looking for some more episodes. The show, the other podcast, wasn't uh, what it used to be, so I grew out of it a bit. So I wanted, I was looking for something more, and now that I, um, ever since I found this podcast, I mean, and everyone on this on the Discord, everyone's great and uh, everything's fun. We we all get along with each other and i think it maybe not up to uh friendship but i mean uh, except still yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well like Love you, I, I did this ripoff episode with him because he was uh the second guy that wanted to do the contest and i it thought i thought it was funny and it, it was it was funny yeah it was the very best funny. joke that the best joke was when he said to you Nice fourth wall break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy has his moments, and he also has other moments where he doesn't have it. Um, it's like, uh, it's an, um, I mean, like his Discord. Like, <laughs> is that Larry Show Discord? Um, the, the quote I, Larry Fan Club Discord. Yeah, I don't know if we can Knock tell off. the age of people, but uh, I'd say is like uh, he represents well his branch of age, for yeah. Well, this kind of guy. How old, stove, how old are you, Pat? Stove, stove legitimately reminds me of myself at that age. Yeah, exactly. And I same, think that's why I've same, got a same spot for me. So. He remind he reminds me of myself at that age, and that's why I think why I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd go to your, yeah, no, I'm, if I'm you'd kidding, go to I'm that kidding. age, what would you tell yourself? I have I have often up, stove, I have often about going back in time. Yeah, sometimes he talks myself, way too much on the Discord, but you know, meeting myself at at 16 or 17 years old and whether or not we would get along. And I've had this conversation with people and I, I think I would get along with myself from the future because I will default to a higher authority if they know more than me. And so if a version of myself showed up from the future and said, Hey, this is the way you should do things. I would default to them because they have more experience the same way that I default to my mentor's, I have a I have a couple of mentors in life who I use as a north star to kind of help me decide what is right and isn't right. It's a guy. Was one of them George Takei? No. Uh okay, I actually good. I actually good. lost one of them um earlier this year and I don't know. I've I feel like I've lost I lost course for a while when I found out that he had passed. Uh and so if I showed up from the future, I would just be like, okay, well, you're my new North Star, so tell me what to do. If my teenage self had met me now, and like the me now would be like, hey, man, let me let me lay some, some wisdom out for you. My teenage self 
was such a little arrogant prick. He'd have been like, nah, fuck you, man. You're a sellout. Fuck you, old me. <laughs> fuck you. Now that old Uncle Buck, if fat sack of shit, look what happened to you. Obviously, I'm not going to trust choices you've made. Look at how fat, stupid you look. What the hell is with a trucker hat? We don't wear that. Long hair, kiss my ass. It, Punk uh, rock for life. If young yeah. me would have seen me today, uh, I think he would be out of his mind. And uh, maybe he would be proud of what is becoming or maybe like uh, what he is up to. But he will be also mind blown from what he's not because I'm totally the opposite of what I used to think I would become at my age now. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's weird how life does that to you. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking <laughs> about the ways to support the show. Yeah, what yeah. can people do instead of uh, doing some great philosophical uh, discussion about friendship? What can people do to help the show and yourself to pay the bills? Well, let me tell you. The first thing you can do is you can go to patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which of course stands for, here's what I don't get, and you can choose from one of three or maybe four, I think we might need to add a fifth tier, the Mad Cucks Legal Defense tier. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> currently we have three. And, uh, Tab, do you know anything about these tiers? I do know about the tiers. We have a one-buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. We have a five-buck tier that gets you access to eat, to our bonus episodes that we release. Um, here's what I do get. If you're in the one-buck tier, you get a bonus of the mini-episodes. If you're in the five-buck tier, you get a bonus of seeing video of the episodes. So it's a way to see how the other half lives. And if you're in the ten-buck tier, you get every single episode in video form unless something fucking goes wrong and it can't be edited like episode 47 because i opened that up in premiere and it pretended it like it wasn't a video file so sorry lost every, to the ether yeah it's lost to the ether um i i i did my best i tried to open it several times would not come through as a video episode i don't know what the fucking deal is i apologize the 10 buck deer gets you have access to the video episodes it's a great way to support the show. It's a great way to support me since I'm being sued for $20 million. And I don't know if you yeah. know this, but our Patreon isn't <laughs> that, that successful. Like, it's not in the $20, $20 million range. It's, it's not even really in the $1 million range. Yeah, it's not, not really even. in the $1 million range or the $100,000 range. Last time I the checked, the $10,000 yeah, yeah, last time it's I checked, it was in the, the thousand yet. So. As a mega producer, like uh, I'd say it disappoints me because I think uh, that that show, your show, worth way more. And well, thank you, thank it. you, Pat. And if uh, I can recommend also to everyone that likes the show that you select the Mad Cox character and everything surrounding that, I'll say hurry up, guys, before those uh, albums get kicked out of iTunes and Google Play. So if you can, oh yeah. If you can, uh, everyone, they're cheap and they're fucking great. I bought Pat, one Pat's yesterday. Talking about, Pat's talking about the Mad Cooks versus yeah. Existence albums, Mad Cooks which are versus available Existence. on iTunes, and Google Play, uh, a couple other services. Yeah. They're they're buck ninety nine. It's a great way. They're to fucking me cheap personally. For, it's pretty cheap for the produce it is i mean i was listening to it at work today and i had to uh, restrict myself to not burst out laughing at work and look like a total crazy and it, it's that good it's that it's that good you you need this before it gets uh, actually out of these platforms and 
I think it would be a, maybe a better way directly in your pocket tab to pay for the lawyer and the lawsuit. So uh, well, I, I, okay. So to to be fair, that the money of the MacCooks versus existence is is split equally between my between myself and anybody else that had a contributing factor between the between me and those shows being made. That's But pretty humble of you. Because I, I, and I'm not going to disclose who they are, but that money is split. It belongs to the people that help make it. So if you would like to support me, please buy those episodes if you have not, if you have not already. If, you wanna, if you've already bought those episodes and you want to support the show, please visit us on patreon.com. Even for $1 a month, you get early access to the episodes. This yep. episode is going to come out on Thursday. It's a great way to support the show. And if you're already supporting on Patreon, maybe money's a little bit tight this month, which I understand completely. I owe, I owe, I could possibly owe twenty million dollars, so I can see how maybe you're a little I bit have, short on catch. I have an idea. Yes, we're going to introduce one new tier on Patreon, and it's just going to be our twenty million dollar tier. <laughs> and for for twenty million dollars, Tab and I will just come straight to your house. We will buy a plane ticket to your house. One hundred percent. And we will like for for a month. We'll suck your dick <laughs> all day, every day for a month. Yeah, we'll. Do, I mean, we'll tag well, out. Will we'll, we, no, no. And both of both of us will. We will tag out. I just realized us, I'm not the one. You, on the, no, no, you, you guys you are now best friends forever. Buck, so we'll, we'll you can't. Buck, you can't bail out of that. You can't bail out of we'll, that. You guys are now best friend forever. You're. Yeah, you're we, one. we already established that we're friends. We'll tag out when one of us, when one of our mouths get tired, someone else will hop on your dick. Someone It'll be full, great. Their belly's full. Yeah. One tickles the. One sucks the dick. The other one tickles the balls. Yeah. It'll be great for a year. You know, we'll do that. I want to point this out that when you first came on the show, one of the first things we did was tell someone else that we would fly to them and they could suck our dicks. Yeah. And now we're talking about flying to someone to suck their dick. So it's twenty million oh, dollars, Buck. God damn it! For twenty million, God bucks. damn it, Buck! I owe a lot of money if this fucking lawsuit turns out in the wrong. Anyway, come on, it's, it's a great, yep. it's a great way to support the show. Please, please visit patreon.com forward slash HWIDG. We super appreciate it. If money's tight this month, which I understand, visit us on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Visit us on Google Play and give us a five-star review. Uh, swing over to the YouTube page and subscribe. It's a great way to support the show. If you like the show, if you enjoy what you're listening to, that's a great way to help, help us out. We really appreciate it. And you know what? Thanks to all the Patreons because, uh, yeah. you know, it's my the pleasure. Ones that make the show possible. It's my pleasure. And everyone can join the Discord, too. There's great yeah, people and, there. Yeah, and definitely join the Discord because it's a great way to chat with people. And there's a Facebook page now, too. Sweet. So go to, go to the H HWIDG Facebook page. There's a Facebook group, I guess, is what I was trying to say. Oh, there's a Facebook, the Facebook group? group? Why, why, yeah. why did I... I didn't knew that. I'm a producer, and I wasn't aware at all. Uh, because I announced it through the Facebook page. I don't pay... To push the post oh, because it's expensive. So it, get, it doesn't so get no in the walls no at all. Post. All right. All right. So, so uh, listen, we're running a little bit long. We need to get back to issues. So, Tab, I think it's your turn, buddy. Yeah. It is my turn. Here's what I don't get. Toy video games. Toy video game. You mean like Lego? To like the Lego video games? Like the, no, like Barbie well, okay, video so games. Yes. There's, there's, a, there's Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions just announced uh last week i think that they were going to discontinue services 
And Lego Dimensions was one of those video games where you buy as physical toys little, like you buy little Lego sets and then you could scan them into your video game and those Lego sets would be be level packs or characters that you could then play as during the in the video game. And other video games have done this before, like Skylanders, which was a spinoff of Spyro the Dragon. You could buy a little dragon, um, like little characters. You could buy them as toys for five bucks or ten bucks. I don't know how much they cost. And then when you bought, like, you have a little th pad and you scan them, you put them on the thing and scan them into the game. And now you have access to Dragon All or whatever the fuck they were fucking called. Um, Disney did it with Xfinity. There was a there was an, an event, uh, Marvel video game that I don't remember the name of where you bought toys. Basically, you buy toys to put shit into your video game, which is digital content. Like Amiibos. Like Amiibos, that's a great. That's another great example. And so you you buy these fucking toys. You've got a shelf now full of fucking toys behind you, full of novelty items that are utterly useless. Because at least for Skylanders and Disney Xfinity, they were characters that were pre-posed in like some dickhead douchebag pose. That then, like, what are you supposed to do with those? You'd be like, ah, I fight you, monster. Ah. At least, I mean, at least the Lego things, you could take the parts yeah. and build them into something else. Or you could take, like, they had the they had an A-Team one that had Mr. T as as the character that you would, un would unlock and little van that you could play with. Like, at least those, you could play with the little minifigure and add it to your collection. But with other ones, you just have some fucking useless toy that's sitting next to you, and now you have a shelf full of fucking useless toys in order to have the full experience of what the game has to offer. And I don't get it. Who would fucking buy buy that? I, I, I swear, someone brought in an issue similar to this. What was what was he talking about? Gosh, I, I don't I, remember. Fucking novelty items. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. It's just like some stuff that are you are you trying to claim this is a superset? Because if you're claiming this is a superset, I'm gonna have to like lay down the law, buddy. I was really hoping you were gonna say you were gonna kick my ass, and then I was gonna sue. That's stuff to grab <laughs> dust. Seriously, I mean those novelty <laughs> items. Uh, yeah, it's I agree. Just to grab dust, and um, I I don't play these games. I'm not a child, but uh, the way I see them, <laughs> the way I see them each time I go to Toys R Us, uh, like uh, just or. Like Best Buy, anything, any stores that sells video games. When I'm looking for a video game, I always see them, and each time I'm thinking, what such a money pit for parents that has to pay those. So, sorry, but it's just nothing. Seriously, to me, I see that as nothing. It's just some pastime for children's. It's a fucking yeah. money pit for parents that has to pay those items for their child. Maybe those, their child are privileged and they're asking for everything and like their parents are just like, I want, like the child would be, I want this character, I want this character, I want, like the Simpson episode, uh, can you, can we go to Mount Rushmore? And um, the parents <laughs> at some point would break out and say, all right, okay, I'll buy you that character. And that child will just collect those characters to collect dust actually and when that child is gonna grow up he's gonna be like throwing them up the garbage or something i don't know man it's just taking too much room for nothing yeah i i, I hate them because i mean skylanders i was 
suspicious of, and then Disney did Xfinity, and then then there were the Amiibos, and then Lego did theirs, which was called Lego Dimensions. And I mean, as most people know, I'm a huge Lego fan, but I did not buy into that game because I knew one, it was gonna Lego Dimensions was just starting to become a thing when I left the Lego store, which was 2014, I think. Um, and I knew those were going to become a big fucking issue because they they told us that we weren't going to get our typical Lego employee discount on them. And it was like, this is going to be a fucking failure, just like every other fucking stupid game you made. Because th- before that, they made Lego Fusion, which was a uh, an app that you could get for your phone or tablet where you'd buy a Lego set and then in Fusion... You'd build something, you'd scan it into Fusion, and then you could, like, play with it. And it was fucking dumb. It was like, you guys really have no idea what's good as a video game. Like, your Lego Lego video games that that buy onto a a franchise like the Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Star Wars, Lego Marvel, Lego DC, whatever, those are successful because they're based on a property. But when you're trying to do your own thing, it's garbage. Your fucking Lego Dimensions was garbage. It was just an yeah. excuse to sell a bunch of $10 piece of shit sets that didn't even come with any. Like, it, their $10 Lego Dimensions sets would come with a minifigure and some little micro build of the, like, of a vehicle. So, like, they released yeah. a Ghostbusters one, and it came with Slimer, and it came with a little micro build of Ecto-1. And it pissed me off. Because goddamn Ecto-1 that I purchased for 50 <laughs> fucking dollars didn't come with the Slimer. But if I buy some $10 piece of shit Lego Dimension set, I can get Slimer. Well, fuck you guys, okay? This is bullshit. I don't want a bunch of fucking tchotchke piece of shit cho- toys around of dragons or Disney characters or Star Wars characters with some piece of shit so I can play some fucking video game. Go ahead, Buck. I would I would just like to point out that uh, I did not mention or speak up during your entire time of talking about that, so my reference is intact. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, hey, you're right, man. It's it's just a it's just a money making scheme. It's yeah, it's it's selling you toys and then, but it's also selling you DLC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, on the Wii U, and I, I don't know if the if the Switch uses them or not, has amiibos that you can buy. So like the the thirty uh, the thirtieth anniversary of Zelda amiibo you can buy, and it unlocks uh, a special suit, uh, like a special costume in the game, and, and a small ability. And then there's a slew of other amiibos you can buy uh, that unlock other costumes in the game that all do the exact same fucking thing. And it's yep. it's just like Link costumes from uh, from previous games. Yeah. And so there's like six or which seven are, of them, which are pretty much all the same. Green tunic. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah, white pay so for a tunic, a different color. So, uh, how much is an amiibo? I don't even know. Like, we'll say ten bucks. If you want to unlock all these costumes, you're you're spending like sixty, seventy bucks on top of buying the fucking video game. Yeah. And the oh. system to play it on. Yeah, on on costumes, which. I don't know. I guess part of it is that the fact that like they're lying to you by saying you, oh, you have this now they have this physical item, but I don't want this fucking physical item. Just sell me a man. Fucking DLC is a whole piece of shit and it, industry. It changed Just nothing sell me to a fucking game. season pass that gives me these goddamn costumes. Or let me buy it for a buck. Yeah, let me buy it for a buck. Like I don't want to. I don't want the. Because the other thing is that they don't give you the choice. They don't say like, okay, you can buy this DLC for five dollars. 
or you can buy this fucking action figure for ten dollars with the DLC. It's just well, buy this fucking useless action figure they're gonna throw in the fucking trash. If at least well, and here's the other thing is yeah. uh, the amiibo doesn't doesn't guarantee that you're gonna get the costume either. It doesn't? In this in this particular in this particular case of Breath of the Wild, once a day, a physical day, a, a real life you day, you can use your amiibo power to spawn a chest or a series of chests that may include. So it, uh, there's a so, small percentage of a chance that it includes one of the three pieces of the costume. So it actually brings nothing to the game and is just flat out bullshit randomness that guarantees well, nothing. The, even after you buy it, you don't get the costume right away. Then you have to grind for days at a time yeah. to maybe get the costume. But even if you yeah. get the costume, that brings nothing to the game. That won't change anything to the playthrough. That won't change anything. It won't add any other quests. It won't add any. It, it won't add anything to the game beside the color of your fucking tunic it gives you a slight upgrade to the master sword but there's also a, t a, a costume you can get in game by completing all 120 of the shrines that does the same thing yeah that's uh, if I, I really hate skins in video games and I've definitely fallen prey to this so I don't know you can call me hypocrite I haven't bought any skins since the time that I fell for it, but that was uh, Batman Arkham City. There were skins uh -huh. that were available only if you bought certain things, like if you bought a bottle, uh, a can of um, NOS energy drink, you could get Batman Beyond. If you bought this action figure, you could get this fucking thing. So, you know, he's probably not visible, but I have the 70 series Batman action figure based on Batman Arkham City that I purchased so that I could get fucking access to Batman 70s version skin. And then what happened? They sold all the skins, the DLC pack. Fuck me. That's already comes Fuck out me. as pre-order, like pre-order gifts. Oh, yeah. Well, I had the pre-order gifts of like Batman um, Darkest Night. And I had the pre-order gift of the Robin DLC. And I had the pre-order gift of the Catwoman DLC. And I, I mean... I, I bought into it. It's my fault. Like, I'm, I will fess to the amount that I have contributed to pre ordering games as a problem. And Warner Brothers Never. thanks you. Yeah. But <laughs> when Arkham Knight came out, I didn't pre order that because it was a whole pile of horse shit. And I'm really glad that I didn't because eventually all that stuff came out via the season pass, which was way overpriced. <sighs> I just really hate these yeah. toy games where you buy some physical. Like, I'm fine with buying DLC. I've bought lots of DLC. I've bought rock. I bought songs for Rock Band. I bought the DLC for Skyrim. I bought the DLC for Fallout. I've bought the DLC for Batman Arkham City. Like, I have purchased DLC, but what I hate is the fact that I have to, in order to get DLC, I have to buy some fucking physical toy that I will never use for anything in my entire life. Like, I, I don't even fucking set it on a shelf. It's yeah. just some piece of garbage that I will literally throw away as soon as the fucking thing's over. And Lego Dimensions really pissed me off because it's a brand that I like, that I enjoy. But now they're selling some fucking video game. And unlike all the other video games in the history of time, like, you know, Lego Marvel Superheroes or some shit, where you just bought the game and that was it. Now you have the video game. Now I'm buying fucking little tiny toys for way overpriced for what they are. In order to play the full video game, fuck you! I don't. I don't want toys. Okay, but what if you get an actual action figure of Darth Vader 
to play as Darth Vader in Battlefront 2. He still has breath. Darth Vader. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so much to time that. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was oh, one of I'm the impressed. greatest moments of the second season. <laughs> all right. Star, yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna get involved in that because that will be a later issue. That's all I got. I don't want to buy toys. I just want video games. That's it. We killed Tab Bird for the episode. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tab Bird. My name's Pat. And I'm Uncle Buck. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Have a great uh, week, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you want to call into the Here's What I Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. I think we've got another stove voicemail somewhere. Him again. If I didn't delete it. <sighs> that guy is such a loser, and by a loser, I mean a loser of the costume contest. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. I'll be a good um, Canadian we'll here one. and say, sorry, stove, for winning <laughs> over you and being better. On a coin toss. This is this Let's is the coin right here. Up here. This is the this is the coin. Hey, I've been keeping it on my desk. Can you sign uh, it? And yeah, oh. okay. So I've got a got a couple of issues. Uh, first one, here's what I don't get. Ding ding ding. All right. So I've been having a little problem lately. I don't know what has caused it. Maybe it's the fact that I haven't drank a lot of water, or Erectile maybe it's the fact that like not enough beer, I'd say, because I've got a urinary tract infection now. Right. Just because too much details. My, my pee hole, it just starts to sting. I got yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> so we were talking about this on Discord, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but urinary tract infections most often occur in women because women have a short urethra. So that's it. Yeah, uh, men have a long urethra, which means that we have it. It creates a vortex of our pee coming through, which completely flushes our urethra of any bacteria or contaminants. Whereas women have a very short urethra, which means that, that the vortex doesn't form and thus they get urinary tract infections. So take for that what you will. Hey. Yeah. Well, I didn't play the whole one because I, Stove, why would you call us about that? Yeah, that's gross, too dude. You too, much too much detail. Too much detail. But that's something I would have done at his age. So here's the next one. This one came off of the Discord. It's from Matty P. What's up, guys? Denzel here. <laughs> this is how Maybe I Maybe it's talk. from Denzel. <laughs> what shot he you could get it also from rage? Denzel. I mean, here's what I don't get. <laughs> Big beefs. Not like Tab and Asterios know anything like that. Fucking <laughs> laugh. <laughs> 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 Fake, fake beefs. I will, I will assure you, I will 
assure you, the beef between Asterius and I was 100,000% real. Well, it was real. That that was in no way a fake. That was actually an argument between the two of us. But fortunately, it's been 100% put aside because of a $20 million lawsuit. What about? <laughs> something about uh, eternal poverty to, that draws people together. Something about being called the enemy against somebody really unites the fan base <laughs> in a way in a way that no other thing could talking about uniting the fight ba- uh, the the fan base what about the fake beefs about uh, the two uh, techno shit dojo the official one and the maybe official not official whatever okay well uh, l- hold on there's an official techno shit dojo di- there's a techno shit official dis- dojo discord right And then there's the Larry Fan Club, which is a communist state that's ruled by an oppressive <laughs> dictator. So really, like you decide for yourself. Also, only one of them shares the Larry that Larry Show episode in, in stuff. No, the other one uh, shared it too, but like hours after the official only one. Only one has the fist logo. Yeah, that's that's all you got to know. Take no shit. All right, here's the next one, and I think this is gonna be the last one for this week. Hey guys, hey again, and I don't get ding 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 the unnecessary politicization of everything. Politicization. So I'm in Virginia, and we just had our election, right? And we had the Democrats won, so my Twitter is on fire, Facebook is on fire, and I wanted a reprieve. I didn't want to talk about it. For maybe, I don't know, a couple hours because apparently it's too much to ask for, for 10 day. seconds. So I ordered a lot, a uh, three watches on eBay to try and fix them up, turn them, make a quick buck. And the seller, the seller in the message where they put the tracking number said, go Democrat. God like, what, what damn it! What the, the fuck does that have to do with anything? Who benefits by you saying that? You get to fuck. briefly feel better? You're assuming that I'm either on your side or I care at all or or that I'm not sick of this? Or that by buying the watch can, you'll suddenly switch? This kind of, I don't know, neutral and complicated parties for the fact that I gave you money for goods and services? Jesus Christ. <sighs> I, I didn't I I didn't respond because anything I could respond with would probably just lead to negative feedback yeah. on eBay and it wouldn't benefit me. Over politics. That's, yeah. That's all I got. Not Apparently that you were a bad buyer. Stay furious, guys. God Wrong think. Damn it. I was face Fuck, man, the whole that time. has nothing to do with fucking anything. Man. Just fucking cancel your order, dude. God, politics. Listen, we we touch politics a lot. We touch culture a lot on this show, but this is about like the the two hours or so that we do this show is about all the politics I can really handle. Yeah, yeah, me too. <sighs> And man, I actively avoid any kind of political nonsense. I, yeah, I think we get uh, at some point we all get like I don't know. There's a level. And once we're past that level, we we just don't want to give a fuck again. I mean, maybe an hour or so a week, but otherwise, 
like even myself, like when it gets to politics, I've been listening to the old uh, episodes of Here's What I Don't Get. I've been doing like the marathoning and like nothing to rem remove to uh, Joel Chaco. I think he's a good guy, but each episode, it would bring guy. someone with a uh, politics background. I would just be, no, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, that's enough. That's too much for me. Well, I'm, I, I had enough. I, I, I just, it was a different show back then. Yeah. Well, I, I think that since I've joined the show, politics have taken much more of a back seat. Yeah. Well, for one, when when Joe and I first started the show, politics was still it was the hype button. It issue, was the right? up topic yeah. at the time. But like now that now that the election season's been over for about for a year, and uh, like it just it's exhausting. God, it's it's so exhausting. Tiring. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun that we can change it up a little bit and talk about. You know, you getting sued for $20 million. Well, actually, <laughs> the best episode with uh, with Joel Chaco is the uh, ones he talks less about politics. That's his greatest episodes. But besides, like, mostly he talks about politics. But the the little ones that he doesn't talk about politics, that's his, beta, that's his uh, greatest episodes. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I agree. We're real tired of that. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I mean I I definitely miss him. I think that he added a lot to the show. I mean he's he's fifty percent of why the show is there. And when I first started listening, the reason why I listened was because it was finally a show that was about things that even when I didn't agree with, they were close to what I agreed with than you know watching actual television. And and that was interesting. And the interesting guests. He was a great guy. Yeah, we had some good guests. We had some duds. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say who they are, but anyway, listen, we're running a little bit long, yeah. so that's the last voicemail. Uh, Manoc Pat, yes, which by the way, that's French for Uncle Pat. Yes, for those of you who exactly. don't know. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Manoc Pat. So, thank you so much for one participating in the contest, two for winning the contest. Thank it's you. It's been my thank pleasure. You for the contest. Thank you for joining us on the show today. And uh, you got anything you want to plug before you go? Um, actually, if I plug anything, that would get me into trouble. So I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. So uh, don't everyone please ignore the fact that Manonk Pad exists. Do not get him into trouble. Yeah. And uh, I'm, a ghost. Man, I'm not here. I was never here. Yeah. There was so no guest this find... week. Thank you so much. Nobody. Yeah. Really appreciate yeah, you can it. always catch him on the Discord. If you come to the Discord, you can also find me and Tab. And a lot of other great people. So until next week, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. My Uncle Pat. Uncle Buck. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. And that's it. <laughs> I got to pee. Bye-bye. <laughs>